Hi, Black Hollywood Live fans. Today, former L.A. Sheriff Lee Baca convicted and Dylan Roof's friend goes to prison. That and more on Justice is Served with Shaka cheering next to me. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Justice is Served. Okay, we're live and Snapchatting at the same time. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> it's uh, called multitask. Yeah, Instagram story. You know, in the age of all-consuming media, we oh, have to... Oh, the know. kids are doing multiple things at once these days. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Welcome to Justice is Served. My name is Chelsea Galicia, and I am here to bring you the latest in legal news every single week, along with my co-hosts, fellow attorneys, Dominique Price and Shaka Smith. We are down one. We are down one yummy, but she'll be back next week. Mm -hmm. And we are here this week to give you a load of good news. Yeah. That's yeah. how I felt about this rundown. Finally, right? Oh, I needed some good news. A yeah. great change week. of pace. Yeah. We've actually got some justice to serve on Justice is Served. Let's start with Dylan Roof's friend. So Dylan Roof, of course, is the um, Charleston church shooter. And his buddy went to, uh, was well, being been convicted and he's going to go to prison. I can. I'm so excited. I can hardly speak. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, right it's, now. it's one of those things where it kind of reminds us that if we see and hear things, we have a duty to, you know, let law if enforcement. If you see something, say that's say not something, actually. Right? That's not actually yes. why he's yeah. actually being convicted. Yeah. But I think it really would have helped it his his situation um, had he have been a little bit more forthcoming with the information that he knew. If you see so something, this, say something. Yeah, yeah, but okay. So here's the the background with it. This kid's name. I mean, he's a kid. He's 22 years old. His name is Joe. Joey Meek. Mm -hmm. He was a childhood friend of Dylan Roof, although they went for many years without talking and actually only got back in touch about a month before the shooting. <laughs> yeah. But in that month, right. he and Dylan were hanging out um, daily, doing fun stuff, apparently. <laughs> drugs. And um, in one of those moments, they were doing drugs and playing video games. Dylan Roof told him that he believed in segregation, that he wanted to start a race riot, and that he planned to shoot uh, members at an all-black church. Mm -hmm. He also did say he wanted to do it on a Wednesday. Yeah, because a there lots were of information. Because there were not a lot of people. Yeah, he, he knew about Wednesday night services mm -hmm. at most black churches. Um, if you've grown up in a black church, you know everything about Wednesday night service and a Thursday and a Friday, and then you're back on Sunday. And so he figured out of all the days that they're there, Wednesday was the day to hit. So this guy, Joey, knew about this, heard it, but gives two sort of different stories. Mm -hmm. On one side, out of one side yeah. of his mouth says, I didn't really take it seriously. Yes. But on the other hand, one of those nights, it alarmed him enough that he took Dylan's roof, Dylan Roof's gun yeah. and sort of hid it from mm -hmm. him while he was asleep. But then, like, the next day, gave it a back few, to I him. I think a few days later, um, I think he let a Wednesday pass, and then he gave it back to him. Oh. So, and I, can, I've had, I had a friend that was a little crazy and talked about killing people, and, this, and I kind of took the same tactic. But, of course, I said, we can no you longer You took his out. gun from him? No, he, if he had a gun, I would have reported it. He didn't okay. have a gun. Right. Um, but, you know, he had a list of people he wanted to get rid of. I mean, it was clearly he was having a psychotic break. Um, but I just, you know, removed myself from yeah, the situation. It's, and, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, let's take it back to the Virginia Tech shooter. Like, there were indication in their in in some of their creative writing that they were planning 
an, a massacre. Yeah. And so it's like you may think that these things are, are small and, you know, you don't want to get someone in trouble for joking or, mm. you know, we all have moments where we, in the passion of things, might say something that we don't mean. But I think if there's a pattern of this kind of talk, we have a duty to our fellow community to report these things. That's I, what it, I'd like to think. It's just tough to know if it's real or not. It's tough to know if your friend is just kind of talking right. and like right. not going to actually but pursue it. if, in this case, he yeah. had actually been convicted of failing to disclose that a crime was about to occur, mm-hmm. then we would all have a reason to play it safe mm-hmm. and to yeah. err on the side of caution and report it even though we're 50% sure that somebody is joking. However, yeah. this case didn't do that. He's pled guilty. He pled guilty, but to lying to authorities after. Because yeah. the FBI interviewed him, and he lied, and he said he didn't know anything about right. Dylan Right, so that's what plans. he's actually yeah. being convicted for, is the lying to law enforcement. Um, because there were, there were a few questions that they asked him um, pertaining to the investigation that he completely lied about. Yeah. So there are a few things at play here. Um, I thought it was really, really interesting when you read some of the... Um, testimony and what his um, attorney had put forth was that he shouldn't actually go to jail because yeah, this um, is ridiculous. He, he's going to be hurt when he gets there. Yeah. And I thought this was a very... Well, because, like him. Right. And, yeah. and I thought it was really... I, I had to laugh and chuckle a little bit because the judge's response was just like so awesome. It was like, well, that's kind of why he probably needs to go. Right. Here's the, <laughs> here's the quote from the judge. It's an odd inverse logic that I should not incarcerate him because inmates think so lowly of him. <laughs> I mean, I, I do feel for him to a degree, though. I don't. Because, because he probably thought, look, he's not going to do this. I, I, I took the gun away. I maybe waited a Wednesday. What was I thinking? He's not actually going to follow through. And so, to a degree, he's not going to be in prison with people right. that do want to hurt right. him. <laughs> and the alternative is what? Solitary? Which is, a, you know, that kind of well, really... Well, that yeah, might happen. That actually what, might happen. But we know how, like, deleterious that can be for the mind. To right. Know, so know that's what 24 his, months? Yeah. yeah. No, his, uh, that's I'll what take my Joey Meek's attorney yeah. was arguing, that they're going to have to put him in solitary to protect him. Uh, yeah. And therefore, judge, please don't put him in I prison. I mean, from what I know, uh, the Green River Killer's doing great in jail, so I just, <laughs> I just don't understand why he thinks... But well, maybe so highly a, of himself. Well, this is a particularly incendiary well, it, it's case. A very, it's a very racially stirred yeah. case as well. Um, but I think these were the pros and cons that you had to think about when the FBI was questioning you. Like, yeah, you may not have reported it early mm. on, but the and, time to tell them was when the FBI oh, yeah, was talking And hold the, on a second. Yeah. There were other people. He told other people. Dylan Roof told me that he's going to do this, but don't call the cops. And he... So he... Stopped other people from potentially well, stopping this from happening. But again, if I had a friend that I was concerned about, but I didn't think was going to follow through, I might feel comfortable voicing to others, but say, "Well, I don't know if we need to take the big step of calling the cops." Well, but I, I, would, mean, I want everyone even to be on I, I maybe would have like yeah. consults, counseled with someone who may have known him a little bit better yeah. than I did. Like, hey, he's saying X, Y, Z. Do you think we should be alarmed? Well, I because if he, because sure. if he and I had been out of touch for a number of years, I may not know like how serious to take these threats, but if they're serious enough for me to think I should remove the gun from him for a period of time, I think they're serious enough to talk to someone else to figure out what his mental state was, and I do feel like he has to take some, um, some 
ownership and yeah. responsibility in that. And I, I did appreciate the fact that he did write a letter to the victim's family apologizing for not yeah. coming forth. Um, but I never know how much weight to put on those because I feel like they're really more of a sentencing stunt. Yeah. Um, but it did seem like he was sincere um, and, and in it his on, apology. On this one, I do, like 22, I mean, 24 months in prison. 27, 27 months. months in prison. He, he could have gotten up to 33 based on the yeah, sentencing guidelines. Yeah, this was guidelines. the lower end of I, the scale. I almost think... You know, give him a week in prison and a ho- week and, and house arrest for the remainder of the time. A week? I am appalled. It just seems to. I, <laughs> a week. Nine people shot dead while prison. I, I personally. Whoa, I don't think he's responsible for that. Well, and that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. It's like. Yeah. How much responsibility do, do I, you put on that? Yeah, and that's and I think that's really what the the judge had to figure out, and he decided that and answer yeah. is twenty four months, and I don't in, disagree. You just get back in touch. I mean, that's just such an unfortunate time. To, well, I think to this is also for our young listeners out yeah. there. Be careful who your friends are, and that's one hundred percent. Yeah, because this is certainly can be the consequence. I, I it's mean, a heavy consequence, yeah. I think. I, I, and that's why I wish a little bit that he had been convicted of failing to. Tell Me authorities, too. but yeah. he wasn't. Yeah. It was just what but happened again, on the he, back end. He pled guilty, so it's and you know we can talk about the, the system and how we take these plea deals, whether or not we really believe that you know we should be pleading pleading guilty to them. So I don't know. I, I think we could it, do a whole special. It did, yeah. it did yeah. feel you know like justice was served to me. I thought yeah. it heavy in a very heavy-handed form. Probably could have been a little bit lighter. Yeah, I will. I will. I will say that we should probably do that one of these days. What's that? We should really just talk about plea deals and um, should you enter well, into. We, we a did. Deal. Yeah. We did. It a little did bit. I miss this before I came well, on no, no, no. board? With Deborah Archuleta, we t- we um, touched on oh, it a fun. little bit. Um, but yeah, we. Should, I think we should go a little bit more in depth into and it. Well, I mean, I don't know if last I week we talked a little bit about um, the documentary that Jay Z is producing. Oh. That's out. That's that's. Out now about um, uh, uh, I don't know what it's Browder. What's his name? The kid that was also mentioned <laughs> what's in the 13th. big deal in New York. Oh, um, Rikers. Khalif. Khalif. Yeah. Oh, Khalif Browder. So yeah. I think it'd be a really interesting um, panel. So if you guys would like to hear that, yeah. let us yeah. know. Uh, so th- the other interesting thing that came out of Joey Reek's sort of investigation, or that hit, or his own testimony was he talked about Dylan Roof because we don't know, know much about mm-hmm. Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof didn't present any kind of defense, tell us about his background or anything like that. So, but from Joey Meek, we know that Dylan's Roof Dylan, why can't I say his name? It's a little tongue-tied. <laughs> Whatever, I don't like the guy I don't want to say his name. His, his parents were divorced, he lived in houses with swimming pools, and his parents gave him most anything he wanted. That's probably where they went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joey Meek says he didn't perceive Mr. Roof as depressed or as having an anger problem. So, actually, that would make it more likely that he meant what he was saying. He didn't yeah. have an anger problem. He was just authentically he was, sharing he, his I hatred he, for black people. And I well. think it's, it's one of, I've always struggled. Here's a struggle. So, I always grew up to believe that you respect our differences that we have amongst each other and that although we may not always believe the same things or about rights that we should all have, you can agree to disagree. But it's hard for me to agree to disagree with individuals who have such strong beliefs that an entire race shouldn't well, this be is here. what I... Yeah. So it's like, how do you... And it's a question to you guys. Yeah. It's like, how do you respect other people's beliefs that are so... I don't. ...out there? I don't. Uh, Sorry. I think this I, is why. Yeah, well, I, I end up trying to look for some sort of common ground. Yeah. I try to find some little. No, the guys, this was a spoiled kid. I mean, yeah. here, the truth is, is if this was a guy 
who um, was a little like uneducated but down on his luck. He had been fired from a job and the person who replaced him was a black person, a minority, and then he's like, these people are taking my jobs and you know, he's wrong in that, but that... It's his reasoning that's kind of messed up that you can kind of speak to. Exactly. Yeah. Here, so I, I, can, I can see some people have like, you know, somebody else is taking my job, you know, that, that kind of thing. It seemed like this was a spoiled kid who got everything he wanted who had no real reason to dislike I, well, I think people it, there, of a different There's race. probably some sort of mental disorder there once you take that extra step. And the other thing that, you yeah. know, we're forgetting is that he, you know, I... I I lived in the South, and yeah. it's still racism is still pretty pervasive, well, even though it seems so far fetched to me living here in LA. Yeah, I think it's probably. I think it's also a mental health issue, and so maybe we all need to be better equipped to identify it and then know, know who to report it to. Yeah. Well, when you look at the way he handled his case, Dylan Roof, it, something, some part of you has to think there is some sort of mental issue mm-hmm. here. Why? Are you, why do you want to represent yourself? You know, it's not the smartest thing to do. Then you want to do it in the sentencing phase, and so it, to me, there's something a disconnect, and maybe. But he couldn't have been that mentally ill, otherwise the judge wouldn't have allowed him oh, to represent true. himself. No, 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 no. I think he would find a you know, stand trial, but I, I do think there was a mental disorder there that I think maybe we need to be better at identifying and then well, knowing who to go to. Well, good luck with the new Trump care, well. getting that taken care of. <laughs> okay, before I digress too far, we have been following this Lee Baca saga for months. Actually, not not years. I remember the when Baca I... saga, I like that. <laughs> when, I, when I first started on this show over two years ago, we were talking about the undersheriff, Paul Tanaka, yeah. being tried and convicted, and we were wondering, oh my gosh, is this is Baca next? And I totally thought yes, and I wish I could find a clip of that, and I would sh- show it because I love being like, yes, I was right. <laughs> and we've been following this case about how he interfered with an FBI investigation looking into whether there was corruption and um, abuse inside of the jails. Mm-hmm. Ten people have been convicted yeah. of this, and... Lee Baca was like, I had no idea it was going on. I think this is another case of lying for your friends. I didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he lied to authorities saying he didn't know anything was going on. And this is the second trial. We mm-hmm. talked about in December how there was a mistrial declared. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the last show of the year. Yeah. We're, like, we're, we're, we're ending off on a... possibly a mistrial? Justice yeah. is misserved, if that's a word, yeah. misserved. <laughs> um, and so I was thrilled with the outcome of this second trial. Right. It almost came out of nowhere. We've been so stuck in political mode yeah. that we didn't. I didn't even realize that this trial was going on until I saw the verdict that he had been convicted. The strategy finally worked. You know, um, prosecutors, they like to go after the smaller, the easier fruit before they get to the big fruit to kind of help build their case. Mm-hmm. And so finally here, it, it worked. So the, the prosecutors put on a very different case this second time around. I mean, they really had to make a big change mm-hmm. because the last time around... The the vote was eleven to one to acquit yeah. Lee Baca. So they really changed things up. They decided not to put forth certain witnesses, and in not putting forth those witnesses, they got the judge to agree that witnesses that would speak to Lee Baca's good behavior couldn't testify. Yeah, and that's one thing that um, listeners should know is when you put in evidence of bad behavior, they can then rebut with evidence mm-hmm. of good behavior. Yeah. So in not doing the bad behavior one then the defense didn't get to put on those good behavior witnesses. In fact, there was only one witness yep. for the defense. Um, th- that That's it. And then what else was different about this one? Oh, in the last one, the whole issue about the Alzheimer's was left out. Yeah. Uh, so the judge had broken up the three charges into two cases. Yeah. And in this case, all three charges were put back together. So the Alzheimer's thing was 
allowed to be mentioned here yeah. where it wasn't in the last and so, case. And you got a complete picture about, you know, how he um, lied to the investigators and exactly what the the effect of the Alzheimer's might have been. Right. Yeah. And then there was a, uh, a, a witness that they put on this time that was not put on last time. This witness was one of the uh, sheriffs who is sitting in jail right now for participating in th- this, um, this scandal. And apparently the jurors found that person credible. It's always risky when you Mm -hmm. put somebody on the stand who is themselves serving prison time. But that all seemed to work. It took less than like two days for this jury to convict him of three felonies. Their obstruction of justice because the FBI was trying to investigate and Lee Baca found out about it and Moved I mean, did you? Shuffled, I mean, yeah. there has got to be like an O.J. Simpson. Uh, what was the show that you did? Um, uh, American Crime Story. An mm-hmm. American Crime Stories for this. Yeah. Speaking of, he is eligible for parole this year. O.J. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, just... I'm like, I feel like he just went to jail. Oh man, it's been a while. <laughs> I've been following <laughs> like, that case for just, a minute. You know, yeah. how he just you know, just seems like things <laughs> yeah. happen so quickly. I'm like, did that, he just go that to jail? robbery was? But it, it's out. funny because you know he went. Uh, totally digress. We are not going to sit here and talk about O.J. So. <laughs> I was getting ready to go fully in on that. When he does, we will yeah. go way yeah. into that. But I just think, I mean, this story is meant for television. Yeah. Somebody is going to write about this, and we're going to watch this, and we should do the special on yep. that. I can't wait. Uh-huh. Uh, so now we're waiting to see if he will spend... 20 years. 20 years, that's what he's facing. Um, the defense... I don't think he'll get 20 years. I just want to <sighs> go ahead and put that out there. Okay, well, Ooh. I was going to ask that after yeah. I... Mentioned that the defense wants there to be some sort of Alzheimer's testing, mm-hmm. medical evidence that is put forth before sentencing. But I almost think you get pretty good treatment medically wise. You, you do know, when you're in, when you're in prison. Well, from what I hear, you get, yeah, you get good medical I mean, treatment. They and might don't be show better. So you think? So do you agree with me that the yeah. Alzheimer's should have nothing to do with? No, the because I feel like I, sentencing is about what your state of mind was at the time and well, your it, remorse now. I feel like if well, he has Alzheimer's, he doesn't remember doing it well, in the first place. Well, so where's the well, remorse? He has said yeah. the defense <laughs> tried to wanted to put forth that the Alzheimer's is what caused him to lie to investigators. Yeah, yeah which, but you know, I, I I think it needs to be taken into consideration <laughs> to a degree Maybe. because you know what? Why? Um, <laughs> when it comes to sentencing, I, I think you need to figure out what degree of care this um, prison inmate will need five, ten years down well, the line. Well, that's something that they can put forth so, when they're well, he's trying got a to pension. decide where he's Coming, going, what jail he's going to. Yeah, but so, you know. Put him in his own jail. Leave him in yeah. like a county <laughs> jail. That's for my thought. I feel like he should have to go to a county jail, well, personally. Oh, because. <laughs> yeah. Like. I just don't know where I just don't know karma the, can be really quick. Oh yeah, I don't know the effect of Alzheimer's and right. how much work needs to, to um, go into taking care of someone with Alzheimer's. So which I, 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 I would, I would less love for us to also talk about the treatment that a lot of these um, patients that have medical issues do get. There was just a case actually last week of guards um, throwing a, a, a inmate in who had schizophrenia into a shower in bolding, uh, boiling hot water oh, yeah. until he died. And they, yeah. um, and and they weren't so convicted. I do, they, were they, weren't, they, they weren't convicted. Um, they actually didn't even bring charges. Yeah, Their attorney convicted. general decided to let them walk. Um, and so I truly, what? truly think that there yeah. needs to be some light shed on how... Um, these medical conditions are actually being treated in yeah. jail by the guards. I think there needs to be a little and, bit and so that, um, conversation yeah. around that. And I think that affects sentencing um, to a degree. Well, yeah. What kind of support and care will he be able to get five, ten years down the line if this Alzheimer's continues to progress the way it's progressing? 
Right. Um, but I do think... And he's 74 years old. Yeah, so Alzheimer's, right. you know, even irrespective of that, there, yeah, there's also, you know... There's that. It's like they could give so, him 20 years. Okay, so what are we, what, what are we thinking he's going to get? So ten, keep in mind... 10 years. He will finish out his life in prison. Oh. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I think they can give him 10 years, 8 to 10 years. So I think that's, Paul Tanaka got five years for obstruction of justice and conspiracy. Remember that... Lee Baca has on top of that making false statements to federal investigators. Right. Yeah, so I, I can see eight to ten years. Yeah. And I can see maybe going with eight given the severity of the Alzheimer's and right. what evidence I heard about it. I don't think the I think Alzheimer's should come I think it. I could right. see him getting eight and him actually only serving four well, if it turns, if it, But if it turns out that you, your Alzheimer's diagnosis, he the way it needs to be treated... He was an man of the community. But if it turns out it's a burden on the actual system, if it's worse for the system to Let's have to treat you... Let's send him to you, a private prison. But do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Like If, it, <laughs> if it's a burden for the, for the prison system, I think there needs to be some sort of weight as to maybe he, I don't want him in there five, six years. Let a private drink. prison handle it. But don't They'll they, find but a way nowadays, to be really economical have, about it. Don't they have mental institutions that are almost like no. hospitals no, that those, you can send people Reagan to? Didn't Reagan get rid of those in the 80s? That was the oh, thing. He closed down well, all the mental hospitals and all those people ended up well, going to jail. No, no. You can If, you, if you're if you found not to be fit to stand trial, you go to an institution where they treat right, you. Right, yeah, right. So, there so may is be, there a treatment center we can send him to? So, no. and I, I th- well, I think there might be. <laughs> so, like you're saying, guys, no, you're he saying needs to go to, so you guys he needs to, go to prison. Prison. Yeah. No, but I, I think there but needs to be. But if he needs help, medical, you're just trying to dispel my whole point that I just made a second ago. If these individuals have a medical condition to where they should not be in a prison or a county so jail. There, needs there to has be, to be a place for them. Exactly Do enough. I need to create one? Thought. <laughs> but they, yeah, it needs to be taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. I, I think sentencing should take the totality of circumstances. I'm going to create some centers for these. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Get some yeah. federal money going to a good <laughs> place. Okay. I mean, for some reason, I mean, I just am so offended by what he did here. No, I, I am too, but, but the judge has to look at whether or not <laughs> Treating he's, the Alzheimer's. He's of, sick. Yeah, like, he's sick. I mean, but what he did to what he yeah. did to, or what he allowed to happen to people in under his watch we, in those listen, jails what, is sick. We listen. don't disagree. Okay. What yeah, we're saying yeah. is that at this point well, of his me, life, yeah, he's already won. If he's really, sick, yeah. and we, doesn't need to be in a jail because they can't care for him, we have to be mindful of that. Yeah, exactly. So we have to consider because the, my the concern, beautiful, the beautiful United States of America. Wants to treat people even if they're in prison yeah. with let's, civil liberties. Let's just yeah. give them Trump care yeah. and call it a day. Okay. <laughs> now that I wouldn't be upset. At. I yeah, don't. Exactly. I don't okay. feel like I've always. I've always wondered <laughs> if you're a person of means and you're in jail, can you pay for better health care? I mean. I don't like know about what did your yeah, putting yeah. money in your books? Your, what all yeah, can that money go to? A commissary, I guess. Can it go to a better commissary. mattress? Can it go to better sheets? Like yeah. these are the questions that I have about. And I think we, I think it's system. something we do need to discuss, given the fact that we have private prisons kind of ramping right. back up. Yeah. Right, so. they're huge right now. Future so if episode. you go to a swanky private and Jeff prison, Sessions are like on they the could same be page. BFFs. Uh. They could be BFFs. <laughs> He's going to whatever jail Martha Stewart went to. No, he's not. Don't say that. Federal prison could okay. be. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm right. yeah. Federal prisons are, from what I hear, depending on if you get to the, the right one. On, oh, it's like it's like camp. It's like a resort. Yeah, some of them call it club fed. Yes. Yeah. Oh my, my, my. Oh, yeah. I was gonna. You guys are making public corruption sound sexy. Stop. Well, but it's true. I mean, it there are certain prisons that treat the prison, and maybe it's not a bad thing to treat yeah. the prisoners like individuals and people that just happen I, to have done something wrong. I don't. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But. Only if that's true across the board. Of course. Not yeah. for Lee Baca. Yeah, yeah. Okay, shall we move on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. How's this for, like, a great story, but it pisses you off at the same time? Yeah. 
a judge has overturned the conviction of a man who spent 32 years in prison for a crime that he says he didn't commit. Prosecutors still say not so sure he didn't commit it, but they do agree that he didn't get a fair trial. Mm. We're talking, but they're also not going to retry the case, right? So we're talking about what's Wilson? Wilson? What's Mr. Wilson's first name? I can't remember his first name. I will find it eventually. Mm. But the 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 judge ordered after 32 years for him to be released after. Um, Loyola Law School's Project for the Innocents worked on his case for a couple of years, found all the, the classic errors in a trial. Yeah. Um, evidence of exculpatory evidence was not shared. A, there was a bad eyewitness. There was... You know, Knowingly the, false statements. The recipe for a wrongful conviction were was all there. there. Like yeah. all the, every single like mark on the yeah. box was, were there. And this was for a robbery and murder in 1984 of a stabbing death of a, of a 21-year-old kid. It's a, you know, they call it a man, 21-year-old kid with a disorder that kept his blood from clotting. And we were kind of talking about that detail before about whether the fact that Christopher Hansen, the victim in this case, had this disorder that kept his blood from clotting and that's why he died has any bearing on this well, it, it, it might all. normally have some bearing, but the fact that this guy didn't do it, so it, it has no bearing. I think that just crosses that out, <laughs> yeah. and it's not something that we have to go into today. But um, what I was sharing earlier before we started filming today is that I just have a really hard time with our system in how we treat wrongly convicted individuals. Yeah. And so uh, for those that don't know, if you are wrongly convicted for a crime, you typically can get compensation from the state to put you where you should have been had you not have been in jail financially. Unfortunately, a lot of these states... um, the, the rules the, make it the tough rules to get make it. it. Not only do the rules make it extremely tough and to caps get. In a lot of um, too. The caps are very unreasonable um, to what even the average day wage would be in that particular state. So it's, it's really really gruesome. But to give you guys a little bit more color to the situation, once you um, have been wrongly convicted and you're released, you then in the state of California have to go before a compensation board and prove that you are factually innocent to yeah. even be mm-hmm. awarded any type of compensation. On top of that, if we look at the last five years, there have been over 132 wrongly convicted individuals in the state of California. Only 11, I had to relook at the stats, you guys, only 11 have actually been compensated for these wrongful convictions. So it's just, it's hard to tell somebody, hey, we agree that you didn't do this. We're not going to retry you. Um, But now you have an even bigger battle to to fight, yeah. to be put back at your rightful place before and, you went into jail. And to some degree, it's purposeful because we have had a lot of wrongful convictions in this country, especially 60s, 70s, you know, the whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you don't want to bankrupt a state either. So you, there needs to be some way that woo! we can... We, no, we, no, 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 <laughs> You're going to get her be, going. No, because to me, if you actually paid wrongful people that were wrongfully convicted what, what they should be paid, you, you're going to be looking at very, state budget issues like a budget crisis. And so there needs to be some sort of balancing test um, to com- compensate people I'm fully. I'm sure we could find... Well, here's my thought about this. Yeah. The federal government yeah. gives these states roughly between 70 and $85 per day per inmate. Mm-hmm. So my thought is... You could at least give me what you got. 
Yeah. Like at the very minimum, yeah. you sh- like that shouldn't bankrupt you. Like you're giving me exactly what you were given outside of your state. But they spent that. But they spent that money. True. It's already but gone. should you? <laughs> already, should, but that's that's the that's the problem. But yeah. they were like, going to keep paying that for the rest of his life. So why not just give it to him? So then, so then you're asking the federal government to then compensate. Well, somebody. I just I just feel like you've been made richer. The state a lot had of the these, money a lot to keep him in prison. Why can't they just give him that money that they were spending on but, him? But it's no, so the federal government's giving them that money. The state per, was also paying per day. So right? how it how but it works if I believe there's there's a portion of the money that yeah. comes from the federal government yeah. and then there's a small, small portion that comes from so the your minute, county. So the minute they're released, the federal government money stops. So you can't give them that money because it's already been spent. I agree a thousand yeah. percent. So then I'm like, well, how do we move into a better system so that when this does there's, happen, it doesn't a, bankrupt the state, yeah. but you can, they can still take out an insurance policy. I do. The state of California huh. could take it, or individual no, states can take out insurance the, policies. And once, once again, once it's drawn down two or three, four, five, six times, then guess what? The premium is going to be way too much for the state to afford. You know, <laughs> once, well, a, I mean, once three it's, people it's a draw really down for ten million dollars. But here's my thing: whether you're yeah. putting into a trust ten dollars a day for every day of the eighty that you got, there has some, to be there a has to be something. Statistically, to, we can well, figure out how many people are wrongfully convicted. I just convicted, told you one hundred and thirty-two, and how many a year are going to thank <laughs> like, you? How many a year are going to be found? to be innocent and calculate. 11. And, <laughs> and, and, and Hopefully I, more than 11. But, but, but again, that really only works going forward. So there needs to be a That plan. was my thing. Yeah. So in 2004, um, the state of California redid their system because they realized at that point it was worse than what it is now. Yeah. But it still has a long way to go. And I think there it's about putting preventative measures in place yeah. for those that you know come behind these individuals. Like, yeah, I may not be able to make you particularly whole right now. But I got to know there's some future, more people in Yeah, general. I yeah. want to help this situation because... I mean, even what we were talking about, the documentary that Jay-Z is producing about an inmate that killed himself after getting out of um, Rikers because of the the place that he was put after he got out. He was found, like, he hadn't even gone to trial. Like, he was found innocent at his original trial. And when he got out, that stigma was still on him so much that he killed himself. Yeah. So it's like we have to do something to to better help that funnel when these individuals get out of jail. Yeah. Like, you Google their name, it's still going to pop up that they were originally um, tried and convicted. Like, how yeah. do you get a job? Like, your parents may have died in that time. Like, I just, I don't know how you compensate someone for 30 years of their life. Yeah. I have no idea. And, and, and I think we start with, like, these victim funds, and I think maybe we start with maybe some sort of state job work program. Yeah. And so I, I mean, do, like, doctors we, have to have malpractice yeah. insurance. Yeah. The maybe. state should have malpractice insurance. But, but, again, with the way the insurance industry works, <laughs> know, after a few dude, people I'm draw joking, down on it, there's no way to um, be sustained. Yeah. I, I mean, the same way that we well, have... They can do we, it like the a self-insured way. fund. But, I mean, like, let's think about it like this, you guys. Sometimes this, this our our government can't fix everything. Yeah. And so maybe this, this comes on individual citizens to kind of say, hey, I agree that this is screwed up and I've been out here working my butt off for the last few years so I'm going to put money into a fund to make sure that these individuals have a life again. Yeah, well there's you know? not, maybe it's something on the tax form that says uh, yeah. donate a dollar to, you know. I mean we do when we yeah. pay our, um, our our ongoing fee every year to maintain our law license yeah. whether Just we want to contribute yeah. however yeah. much money on top of the four hundred dollars exactly. a year that we pay to maintain, it's very hard for me to you, click that how many box. Times you, exactly, how many times you? Very actually, hard. <laughs> I don't because I'm like, I just gave you five hundred dollars, like just. So we're all a little bit guilty of maybe not adding to the solution, right? But, but I mean, 
let's talk to Warren Buffett. He <laughs> has said he's giving all his money away before he dies. There goes the fund right yeah, there. We're good. There we go. <laughs> all right. Um, so we are, oh my gosh, the, we're going to, okay. I'm looking at my my computer is going to die before the show is over. I'm like, ah. we have to talk about Ivanka. Oh, okay, mm. you want to go there next? So, let's so let's many talk about Ivanka. Stories about Ivanka lately, actually. This <laughs> case is really interesting to me. That's the I really wanted to get your guys' perspective on it because when I read it, I was just kind of like, I get where Mac is coming from in the lawsuit. I first but thought I it was Mac Cosmetics. It's not. It's not. It's it's something totally. That's their acronym for um, a longer name, and so you guys before you guys go give them hate mail. It's not our MAC beautiful lipstick that I have. Or support, <laughs> depending on which or support, side of the I don't Ivanka know where you are. But I, you so you want to give like a, a, a breakdown? Yeah, so there's a, a clothing company that owns a, several stores that says that Ivanka's Trump's brands are getting an unfair advantage because of her proximity mm-hmm. to the president. Mm-hmm. And it uh, amounts so much unfairness that it violates the law. Yeah. And we, yeah, we've seen that with the Trump hotels yeah, as yeah. well. And so this Mac group trust. is is, mm-hmm. is seeking damages and restitution and get this a permanent injunction barring Ivanka Trump goods from being sold in California. I would like that kind of yeah. I mean, I, see, I think it's very interesting, but I kind of was like, okay, how do you even, like, really know? Like, you know, like... Well, I, I, but yeah. I thought I mean, it was interesting. That, so they said that... Um, According to um, this thing called The List, which is a fashion search engine, um, the Ivanka Trump brand jumped from the 550th spot to 11th since mm-hmm. her dad has been in office. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that actually does tell a very compelling Whoa, story. Well, but my here, but here's my thing. <laughs> my thing is this. You, BRB how do mm-hmm. we... Are you really going to yeah, be back? I have to plug in. Otherwise, I'm totally screwed. Okay. Um, while she plugs in, um, I just really don't know that we should be barring her entire brand oh, yeah, from a state because of yeah. who her dad is. No, yeah, I agree. I, I think... do think there should... I'm sorry. I do think that there should be some parameters around it not being discussed by White House officials, yeah. for sure. Kelly and Conway's yeah. commercial was yeah. a little bit ridiculous. was a little much. And no, and, and no responsible for that. As much as I... No, no, no. I'm just saying that there should be parameters. Ivanka shouldn't be, but I'm saying in the future, if we get more businessmen who decide to run for, or businesswomen decide to run (laughs) for office, there should be parameters for how your brands can be used or talked about in official White House business. No, I think there, there are, are parameters. Well, yeah. no one is following this. Exactly, true. that's a problem. Yeah. But what I do want to know is if there's any evidence that there are block purchases of her stuff by foreign governments or foreign actors or you know so that that to me would be interesting yeah. if there have been huge purchases yeah. by if in, Russia entities decides not or, to hold her not even, merchandise not, not even Russia is some businessman in California buying $10 million worth of dresses for no reason that's the kind of thing that worries me is to whether or not people are um, engaging in consumerism to curry, brand on purpose. to curry favor with the president. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah, at first, when I saw this headline, I'm like, there's no way that this class action can prevail. I mean, it's very yeah. difficult to, to, to prove. Yeah. And it's like not all her fault that right. her father's president yeah. and that it's a bit of a windfall publicity-wise. Yeah, but then, only, only if people are buying it and trying with the attempt of currying favor with the president then I think it's a, an issue. So unless they have that kind of evidence. So what are the chances you think that the um, I think the it'll be dismissed. Be? I think it'll be dismissed, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to... I hope that it sparks conversation around putting some more um, 
policies But what in place. doesn't make sense to me is that, so you shared about how sales for her went way up, but then Nordstrom and other retailers have dropped her because no, they No, no, no. What's gone up is the brand awareness. No, ah. no, but her sale, I think they had, she did I, have but record her sales, sales But recently. she has had record sales uh, since she's... You, so she's not. She's so remember Trump supporters she's are money, but. Trump supporters are buying this. You know they're they're buying her brand in support of her, um, whether it's through online or wherever they're able to find it. Not not. I will shows, say this: but. I have always been a fan of Ivanka's. I think she is of her clothes or no of her. Of her. I don't like her father, but I would still be really a fan, upset. Still a fan of Ivanka's? of hers. Uh, right, currently, 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 yeah, uh, not so much. But <laughs> I'm saying that. I I I have a I have a hard time holding her accountable for someone else's actions. Now, if she you know got up and said half the stuff that her dad did, or was constantly in agreement with what her dad said, I think she's well, silently. Agreeing. I think she silently but, does. But, but like, if she came out and spewed half the stuff that he did, then yeah, no, here's the I thing. would hate her too. Ivanka but I just don't. took an office in the White House. She has not relinquished control of her businesses. Well, and that's a so, whole other so, issue, so, so, which so, gets back to my point that there should be some parameters. If, if this were not. Um, Ivanka and Ivanka directly profiting. She'd already put this in a blind trust with somebody else. There's no issue. I mean, issue. she's There's trying no to issue. separate herself yeah. from her brand. But she has Except it. it's still Ivanka yeah. Trump. So she how do you really you separate you yourself? She, she could have put the brand in a blind trust. She could have, and then they could have decided to maybe rebrand for a certain period of time. Or I know the um, the Trump sons are now doing the Scion Hotels, kind of re- to rebrand and distance themselves from the Trump name. She could have done that as well, especially given the fact that I feel like she already knew she going to get that office in the, office in the White House. Um, so and now, security clearance? Yeah. I cannot believe that. So given her position now, Wait. I think she does need I to do more. I already have a problem with her, her herself in the brand. I had a problem with her getting the office in the White House. I don't have a problem with getting the office. I, I just have a problem with percent. keeping the business. The look, we elected Trump, right? And I didn't so, speak for yourself. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we ha- we have to agree that we have collectively elected Trump. I whether or not I, you I vote. don't, I don't know. I believe I don't Comey believe might tell us something differently. If you didn't vote for him, you didn't do enough to make sure other people didn't. So oh, I, I, wait, hold on. Once we find <laughs> out the, the result of this Russia investigation, yeah. then we can have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I may or may not agree but, with but, you. But my point is. Uh, with, with Trump, you know that he's all about family. So it, it was no surprise at some point he's going to make sure they're taken care of. And whether that means an office in the White House, that to me seems perfectly reasonable. If they divest themselves from their businesses and they because otherwise shield it. Yeah. they're operating private businesses out of the and, White House. And these kind of lawsuits will continue to happen. To all, I you know. personally think that moving forward, all of their profits... While they're in office, should go to people wrongly convicted of crimes. God, justice is served. You knew where my brain was going. We're on the same wavelength. I just just don't feel like they should be able to hold on to those profits. Yeah, or how about the hundred and eighty-three million dollars a year that we're spending on Secret Service and stuff, protecting Trump Tower and Melania, or the frequent Mar-a-Lago trips. And I also don't think they should be paid. (laughs) They should not be compensated while they're in the White House. Well, but Trump is saying he's donating. um, To who? Oh, I don't know. Let me see the receipt. Well, he says at the end of the year he will be donating his salary. Well, we won't know because he's not going to release the tax form that would. I'm I'm going to give him a little. I'll give him a little credit for the fact that I I do believe he will donate that salary. I think he will too. That's like isn't the salary of a president? It's like four hundred thousand. That's a he don't need it. Drop in the bucket compared saying, to what he's costing. Well, I, I, not I, even what he paid in taxes. But you know what? Oh, yeah, of course. Not even close. But you know what? He said he'd do it. If he does it, I, I give him a little check on that I would like point. to see who he's going to donate it to. Like, I let it be something worthwhile. Yeah. If he donates it to the sons of the anarchy, I'm just going to look at him <laughs> like he's... I, I think it'll go probably He's to, going uh, to donate it to uh, victims of crimes committed by immigrants. <laughs> you 
Yeah, I mean, he created this voice. The, Did you hear about well, this? Well, the, the database Victims for, for of states, immigration right? crimes. So states can now, I, I believe, can't. report um, crimes committed by immigrants, <gasps> illegal, yeah. illegal immigrants. Yeah, this is, all right, that's where my money is on that, where mm-hmm. his money is going. Okay, all right, moving mm-hmm. on to what I hope is a successful lawsuit. Dear God, I hope this this works out. A city is suing a pharmaceutical company for making a drug that has caused an opioid epidemic in their city. Well, interestingly enough, they're not just suing them because they made the drug. Or because they allowed it to... Well, no, they're suing them because of an investigation that was released regarding how the drug is getting into the streets. Right. So, in Which is one, really interesting yeah. to me, and I don't understand why formal charges weren't brought. Yeah. I'm well, ju- I'm, I just was really confused by that. So there was a, um, a Times investigation mm-hmm. where uh, they found out that Everett, Washington, which is near Seattle, is a town of like 100,000 people, and that the makers of OxyContin, Purdue Pharma, mm-hmm. I believe is the name of them, had somehow allowed or caused 1.1 million pills of OxyContin to be dumped in this little city. $100,000 is a very small city, right? And so that has caused addiction, overdoses, people turning to heroin, further crimes spurred by that. And so the city is suing because the this company knew that somehow drugs were making their way into the city. People were colluding with, you know, rogue pharmacists and doctors to get prescriptions written. There were drugs coming up from here in L.A. from uh, a gang that would drive the drugs up to the the border, and then other people would, you know, take them on planes, like, taped to their body, the pills. And then there were so many pills going in that the price of them came way down, and people were getting their hands on them like candy and falling victim to addiction and destroying their lives. And the city has to pay a lot of money out in law enforcement investigations, dealing with the homelessness caused by it. And the city's like, hey, you wreaked millions, if not billions of dollars a year from this it's time for you to help pay for this mess that you caused. Yeah, I mean, I think to a degree, as long as it's sort of a... They'll they'll have to prove that they knew or should have known what was taking place. They did. And so it's sort of like that with, you know, in most jurisdictions, if the bartender serves you too many drinks and he lets you go drive home, he's going to be liable. liable. And so I think we're looking at the same case here. And their their defense is that there was too many other people involved, like the traffickers and all that, for them to be connected. Like the the connection is too tenuous for the the drug maker to be responsible. Well, maybe I misunderstood when I was reading, but I thought the biggest issue is that they did this investigation, the company was aware of it, and they did not release this information over to law enforcement to take it from there. Yeah. Yes. So Part almost of it is was like obstruction of justice. Uh, justice. Yeah. Oh. And, and it certainly shows the knowledge of right. what was taking place. So if, it's not like this was one month, two months, oh, I think I we're mean, having an issue here. The pharmaceutical company knew like specific clinics mm-hmm. that were they writing the tons of prescriptions yeah. for this stuff. And of course they're like, cha-ching, you know, we're not going to say, we're, we don't want to shut down that clinic. They're mm-hmm. doing great business for us so it's just this is like the worst of corporate greed and the ugliness um, of our strain of capitalism 
this and, and, goes into and, politics and for And maybe me. just a lack of moral responsibility yeah. is what it really is. But a corporation you know? has no morals, and this is part of the problem. Yeah. And this, I mean, I'm about to get like way political, but this is why I think that the rules of, of corporations should be changed, because a corporation is, if you ran it through the diagnostic statistical manual, by definition is a sociopath. It cares nothing about anybody else except profits. its own well-being yeah. in the form of profits. And so that's what you get. I Unless... Mean, you you prevail in this type of case. Exactly. Or Chick-fil-A. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm joking. But so that's exactly why I want this case to succeed against yeah. the pharmaceutical company because that'll be the only way to somewhat instill a conscience in these companies because yeah. it will hurt their bottom line. Yeah. yeah, I hope it sets a precedent. I, I, I think they had a duty to disclose this information and they didn't. And I pray that they're held liable for it. And they're trying to fend off this suit saying that a city has no standing. Mm. So basically they're saying that the, the city was not sufficiently harmed, right? Because standing like means... That, you had to come up with something better than that. Like, who are your lawyers? Like, that is... Like, of course the city has standing. Because that burden falls back on them for every single victim of an overdose. For Paramedics. The, and right. Like, yeah. that's that. extremely stri- um, hard Ex- on the... The city. They and, say, and Everett is not making bank. Like they're, It's not like it's the city of Seattle where they're like, well, okay. The, I, I, but I do see the, the argument because the city just provides certain services regardless, you know. So Right, but if, it's, but if those, a corporation is sort of causing the expense to go up and they're profiting from it, there's got to be some limit. I agree, but I think because it's a unique case, it's a first case of its yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be think really a, interesting. I think it's a very good argument or valid argument to say the city has no standing. They, they provide these services without any thought to how they're being incurred. Right, right, right. I just think that the city will be able to make a case that it does. I, it, it, I think it'll be tough because, you know... I think it'll be a good case to keep following because, like you said, it's the first of its kind. We will definitely and I think it'll keep be, following can the city I'm going then, to be yeah. obsessed with can this Can the case. city sue, like, rap artists because they incited people in the city to oh, violence? Oh, come on. No, 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 no. This is completely That's the same That's not the realm. same thing. No, no. But well, it has, it has it's happened. Opioids kill people. Oh, and so do other Rap people songs that, do not directly kill people. Wait, directly. See, if someone killed uh, someone because they heard a rap song and they continue... Nobody has has ever overdosed on rap music. And they continue making those raps, and that artist knows this, and they continue making those rap songs, can the city then sue because they're having to pay for all these um, hospital bills? If as many people die of of rap music as do of drug overdoses, that... Then we can have a conversation about think, it, but it is... Well, I think legally, once you find them, the city has standing here, you're putting that whole argument into play. And that I think that's that, very and interesting. I think we be have the, so many other stories to, to cover, including the one that we didn't even get to from last oh, week, the pink yeah. slime one, but now I'm getting the let's wrap up <laughs> um, flag waved. So we've got to wrap this up. To be continued. <sighs> to be continued. Next week, I hope you'll come back and join us in the meantime. Like, comment, share, subscribe. You can uh, tweet at me, at Chelsea Galicia. Dominique? And you can find me on all social media platforms at Dominique P underscore ESQ. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Okay, come back next week. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye, guys. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. 
and I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.